and welcome to Limitless Hairdresser Podcast, where we believe that you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we are here to help you make that happen. I'm Kelly Mason, and welcome to episode number 23. This episode is proof that you can make friends on the internet, become friends IRL, and maintain an amazing relationship and a really true friendship. I got to sit down with my friends Liz and Jules from Beyond Beauty School, and they are such a riot, you guys. So funny, so down to earth, so real, and you wouldn't believe the things that they do. Talk about being a limitless hairdresser. They work behind the chair. They are constantly reinventing ways to stay excited and interesting and really never get bored with being in this industry. Liz and Jules and I first met at the Arojo Expo in New York City when I was working on stage and they were presenting their documentary that Jules had gone to Cambodia to volunteer to teach hair at a refuge where these women who were in the sex trade industry had been rescued and they were trying to rebuild their lives and Jules went down there to help teach them the skills of the trade to be able to make money and rebuild their lives and they decided to document the whole thing and it was just really a beautiful beautiful documentary about hairdressers changing the world i mean seriously we totally hit it off and hung out and have stayed in touch ever since and have been able to be at several events together one of which we were just at the hairbrained um video awards in new york city and new york city seems to be a common theme for us just hanging out (laughs) And they filmed another documentary um, because Jules has just gone through having breast cancer. And she talks a little bit about that in this episode. And it's such a powerful message, you guys. I totally hope you hang out and listen to what these ladies have to say. Um, They've been through a lot and continue to persevere and just take everything with such grace and gratitude for opportunities. They really inspire me. And just hearing all of the cool stuff that they do behind the scenes for Beyond Beauty School is just really, really inspiring for any of you who are out there wanting to dive deeper into a different avenue of the beauty industry or maybe moving beyond just behind the chair. They will drop to you so many amazing ideas and they totally lay it all out there, how they got to do different gigs, how they were able to go to madrid for the first ever international hairstyling awards which is absolutely huge and amazing and also they are the west coast editors for aesthetica magazine so just some really cool stuff that maybe you wouldn't think of as an opportunity as a hairdresser you name it they've done it or they're doing it and it's just totally awesome Um, one of their main points that they are talking about about how to get where you want to be is say yes, figure it out later, and just always remain teachable. Always keep learning. So plug in, tune out, and check out this amazingly inspiring, beautiful, gorgeous, perfect episode with Beyond Beauty School. Welcome, Jules and Liz, to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast. Hello. We are here in, where are we? Long Beach. Long Beach. The I'm LBC. Like, I just call it California. I'm like, going to California, guys. See right. ya. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we are here for ISSE Long Beach uh, and Naha and all of the things. That's and right. Naha is now this weekend. 
Which is a new schedule change for Mm -hmm. Naha in a general way. No longer in the summer in uh, Las Vegas. Vegas, which Mm -hmm. was just sweltering. People love it, though. People love going to Vegas. I hate Vegas. (laughs) I hate it every time. Yeah. I'm not a big Vegas person, but yeah. I mean, Naha always kills it. Like, there's everybody's always there. It's always I'm so pretty much sure fun. the last time we were in Vegas together, Liz, was actually for Symposium, Redkin Symposium, a couple years ago. And our big Saturday night in Vegas, we ordered room service and watched yes. The Indian in the Cupboard on ABC Family <laughs> Channel. Great. Now, now everyone listening to this podcast is like, wow, these bitches are boring. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Good it one, was Jules. awesome. I'm really good at ordering room service. We also filled up that bathtub with bath bombs and this is true. Recorded like a little mini series called Tub Talk. Yeah. And were you talking like this? No. Oh God. No, we weren't making an ASMR video that came way later. Oh my God, I can't handle that. ASMR. Our vlogs <laughs> evolved into ASMR videos. Oh my Before God. we got on this podcast, uh, Liz is really good at ASMR. Apparently. I'm really good at it. <laughs> and I hate it a lot. <laughs> and I just like can't bring myself to do it. For some reason, my sound keeps going into the red because it's just, I just know. Can't handle it. So um, leave a comment if you guys want me to make her my own podcast ASMR style. Eh, God. Leave a comment if you know a support group that I can join. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you guys introduce yourselves and just say who you are and your voice? So Because this is the first time we've done it with multiple people. Oh, cool. Oh. Um, that's what she said. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Jules and I have a really raspy voice I feel like so you'll be able to tell that it's me because I sound like a 60 year old transvestite that's like been smoking cigarettes their whole life even though I'm not so and I'm Liz and I sound like a 12 year old going through puberty she's like the voice of a so. fucking angel and I'm like oh, hi guys <laughs> welcome <laughs> Great. So that's how you can tell us apart. <laughs> yes. And they own a company called Beyond Beauty School. Yes. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about Beyond Beauty School and what the heck you guys are doing, all the things. So Beyond Beauty School started um, in February 2017. Um, started out as a vlog. Um, Jules and I decided that we were going to go around like showing everybody like how awesome the beauty industry is by like highlighting events, um, hair shows, fashion shows, all that. And it's pretty much morphed into us. Um, it's like a full scale, like, you're like multimedia production production company. <laughs> That's what we basically call it now. Multimedia production. So I mean, we do, we do, we produce a lot of content, not only for ourselves, but for other brands. Like we get hired a lot to do content production for product lines, wig lines, uh, magazine companies, magazine companies. We do copywriting. We do, we get interviewed on podcasts. <laughs> yeah. We get interviewed on podcasts. Pretty much the two coolest podcasts in our industry. I feel like we've got to be on now. Know, so I'm really cool. excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, basically we just to sum it up is we want to highlight, um, just how great the beauty beauty industry is to barbers, hairdressers, makeup artists, anybody involved with it. And our job was really um, to keep people in the industry as long as possible by keeping them inspired. Um, And showing them that there's so many different things you can do in the industry. Right. Yeah. The dropout rate is extremely high in the beauty industry. About 50% of people drop out of beauty school. And then within five years of them becoming hairdressers, they drop out and they do other 
other jobs. So um, that's why we stepped in and created this platform because we wanted to try and fill that void and um, create like our own niche, you know, within the beauty industry. So yeah, and it's so needed because, you know, it, it's like the best industry in the world and to lose people because they're uninspired is like, what? What yeah. are we doing wrong? Yeah. No, I feel like if people are not feeling inspired and like, I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Like if you're bored in this industry, you're not doing enough. It's cause you're boring <laughs> because there's so much to do. Like we're so busy. We have more work than we can handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Besides being like full time behind the chair and like copywriting and coloring wigs and flying to Spain to cover an event for Aesthetica magazine, like there's a million things to do and we're not different than you. Like we're not different than the listener. Like we also were just hairdressers behind the chair. Yep. Like we weren't, we didn't have some special in, we didn't have some special connection. Like we just hustled, hustled. And you guys are just super real and cool and, you know, the reason we even hooked up in the first place was because of the internet. God bless it. Yeah. In all of its glory. <laughs> and um, met up at uh, Rojo Expo. Was it last year or two years ago now? Um, it was October two years 2017. Ago. Two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we totally just hooked up there and started hanging out. And I think yeah. we have some pretty cool pictures together. Yeah. So I'm going to have to dig those out for this I know, podcast. Right? It was we actually should. such a blessing that we were able to even, even be at Arojo, Um, because... We're not affiliated with the Arojo brand at all. No. And like everything, like how everything's happened with BBS and just kind of manifesting from one thing to the other, like we were asked to go and show our documentary that we had created. Um, and we were honored like on... What was it? The, what Women was the Making Waves. Women mm. Making Waves. Yeah. So it was pretty cool that Nick had asked us to go and show our film um, and be a part of the event because we're not like involved with the Rojo at all, except that we like love Nick. Yeah. So so it was really exciting to get to be included in something like that, that normally we wouldn't have had an opportunity to be a part of, but yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about what your documentary was about? Um, Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, We created a documentary a couple of years ago. I spent some time, um, volunteering as an educator at um, a beauty school in Cambodia and these women had been all rescued from like the sex trade so uh, they were like learning a new trade and learning a new life so I was over there and um, teaching at this beauty school so it was pretty amazing experience um, just to see like what these people have been through and like what they've overcome and how they're like trying to build a new life. And they're so open to like a new trade. And it was really cool to see how, like you don't have to be an artistic person to like become a hairdresser. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to like always want to be this to become it and to be good at it. Like these were people who hadn't been given any opportunity in life, not even to express their like artistic side or creativity. So for them to be able to learn this trade and like, you know, be able to practice it and perfect it and like obtain this new skill that can now give them a life, it was really incredible. And a lot of these students were just learning for the first time that they were good at learning Mm -hmm. and that they were teachable. And one of my students was really excited after beauty school. She was like, I don't want to be a hairdresser. I want to go to more school. Uh And I was like, that's amazing. Like, don't do hair. Please go to more school. Learn everything you can. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, that's the long version. But yeah, so um, Nick had seen our film and he asked us to, um, you know, come to the expo and 
he, yeah, it, was, it was really quite an honor to be among some of those other women who have done some really incredible things in our industry. And, um, but that's actually one of the ways, um, like one of the reasons why we started BBS, um, was because, um, we had gotten inspired by, um, the CEO of luxury brand partners, um, to create this. Um, and then she wanted to, you know, um, create this film. And I thought, well, we could put this underneath, um, the beyond beauty school title, you know, and then we ended up launching BBS the same time we had our first documentary, um, preview here in, um, LA and we ended up having four all year long. So we had two here in LA and then we had two in New York. So Amazing. ended up being pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool too. Cause it kind of goes along with, you know, that being a hairdresser isn't just about the haircut. It's not about, no. yeah. it's not all about the color. I mean, these women are so excited to be able to have something to give mm-hmm. to their community and like so beyond just, right. you know, having fun and getting to do something. It's avant-garde. beyond beauty school. It is for beyond. Them. Whoa. Boom. Totally. Boom. Where'd that come from? This is actually how it happened. <laughs> Just <laughs> FYI. <Whoa. Yeah. laughs> this is how we thought of the name. So, and so <laughs> you guys live together. You work together. We're not together, though. Just, Just so everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs> You're super single. Oh, my <laughs> <So>. God. <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. I have like five boyfriends. Yeah. But I am super single at the same time. It's really inconvenient. <laughs> I guess I mean like super straight is what I meant. So... <laughs> So I got a hose in different area codes. 310, 818. Plus 44. Boom. Shout out to my London boyfriends. <laughs> I mean, boyfriend. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Never mind. Anyway. So are you guys traveling around right now or are you more staying in LA? What's what's going on? We yeah. are mobile as fuck. <laughs> yeah, we have a couple of travel plans. Um, we're um, actually headed to Madrid on February 1st for the International Hairdressing Awards sponsored by That's Aesthetica so cool. Magazine. We are so excited. It's the first ever International Hairdressing Awards. Yeah, we're really excited. It's just going to be a bunch of cool people showcasing their work. I know Beauty Underground's going to be there. Um, Tony and Guy, Sassoon, Revlon. Oh my God. I'm so glad you mentioned Revlon because Revlon Pro is going to be there. And like, I am not familiar at all with their professional line. And I'm. I know. I didn't even know that. So I didn't know this until my cousin who lives in New York and is like a consultant at this huge consulting firm, Accenture, like big business person. Like she was like texting me and she's like, Hey, what do you know about Revlon? And I was like, I know they make some consumer products I, I don't know yeah I was like I think they, they sell them at Target yeah. like I, I don't really know and she's like no they have a professional line and I was like I know nothing about it that's really interesting she's like oh okay she's like that's our new account and I was like oh cool yeah and so then all of a sudden like it popped up that Revlon Pro was going to be at the awards and I was like really excited to like see what they're up to because yeah. I just learned about them. I'm excited. Aesthetica Magazine, as I said, is sponsoring the event. And um, her and I work for, for Aesthetica. We're their West Coast journalists. So we contacted our boss and was like, uh, can we come please be a part of this? And he said, absolutely you can. So we're going to go do all the behind the scenes at the big show um, in Madrid, Sunday the February 1st. So we're really excited. Yeah. That's so awesome. And I think they're live streaming the show. The show's actually on February 3rd. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the third, I mean, yeah. we leave on the 1st, so we're yeah. really excited. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the show's on February 3rd. And I think they're live streaming it in like a bunch of different time zones. I think they posted it if you wanted to check it out. Yeah. Like, I know oh, Aesthetica yeah. Magazine was posting it. Uh huh. And then um, at IH Awards on Instagram. Yeah. Also. So. Cool. 
Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we have another trip planned to... Um, well, I'll be continuing on to London. She is. Tell yeah. them what you're going to do. Um, my boyfriend? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm going to go visit with a bunch of our hairdresser friends over there that we have made over the years just doing the same thing we do with Kelly. Just being like, hi, what are you doing? Can we be your friend? Yeah. So hanging out with a few of our hairdresser friends. I'm excited to hang out with um, Hayden Cassidy. She's this amazing barber and she's living over there in London. So I get to hang out with her and um, also going to go to Fashion Week. Oh, fun. London I Fashion mean, Week. It's so oh I don't even know what's happening, you guys. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know what's happening. I don't know how that's happening. It's, I mean, I know how it's happening, but I'm just really excited because I never thought that yeah, we let's would talk be about doing that. things like let's this. Let's talk about Yeah, I feel like a lot of what we talk about on the podcast is, you know, the work that you need to do internally to be able to see these things externally, because it's not, right. it's not a coincidence that you're going to Madrid. It's not a coincidence no. that you're getting to go to London and meet up with hairdressers who are freaking amazing. And right. you're working for Aesthetica magazine. And I mean, I could just name drop this whole list <laughs> of things and it's not because you got lucky and it's not just because you reached out to people. Right. It's something else. Like, what do you think that is? Because you well, guys are just, like killing it I think a big part of it is like people ask us like how do you get these opportunities like what can we do and I'm like we got this opportunity the same way we got like 95% of all of our other opportunities we just asked Mm -hmm. we just asked can we be a part of this hi can we do something with this like that was it I mean there's a lot of back-end work that's gone into like having the confidence to just go up and ask and also like proving that we have the ability to do any of these things as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, that was a huge part of it. I mean, like with Aesthetica, for instance, like that really started, oh God, beginning of like 2017 when we met our friend Pete. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we were telling him that we wanted to create this vlog and all this stuff. And, you know, he was like super interested in it. Pete is like a photographer for um, magazines and uh, different hair color lines. Um and he just is the guy that like freaking knows everybody, you know? And so he believed in what we, what we do and like why we do it. And then he just, you know, talked about us to, to people. And so he had a really good connection with, um, Aesthetica magazine. And then they were looking to see, looking at like what all the stuff that we've been doing and they needed people to be, you know, like going to events and shows in LA because they're based out of Barcelona. So it just was like, okay, like we're gonna, you know, give these girls a shot. Like, you know, what do you got? Yeah. And again, like Liz was saying, we had to prove that like we could pack a punch, you know, mm-hmm. like we weren't just like, I don't know. We weren't just like doing nothing like, hey, we want to be involved. Hey, we want to be involved. Yeah. Like we had content. We had, we had pictures. Content. We had, and we connections. Like, yeah. And we did things to like, like showed help. up. Yeah, we showed up. But we did a lot of things to help like further our skill set. Like mm-hmm. we were seeing that like, OK, photography was becoming really popular and really in demand within our industry. So we're like. Okay, let's learn how to take better pictures. Let's get a camera. Let's get a computer and learn better editing. Let's do videos. Those are really popular. You know what I mean? So we put in the time and we remained teachable Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. we could, you know, develop these skills and develop this craft more Mm -hmm. so that we could be more employable. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think that's something super important is the skill set that we have is going to determine 
whether somebody's going to believe in you or not. You yeah. know, I've worked at New York Fashion Week and, you know, somebody whose lead says do a smooth blowout on these models, all they're getting is smooth blowouts. These have to be the best looking smooth blowouts and you don't know how to use a round brush. Right. Yeah. You're in trouble. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> you need to have the skill set so that you're, like you said, like you're teachable, you're reliable and mm-hmm. people know that they can trust you if they are going to pick you for the gig over someone right. else. Well, it's like Richard Branson said, he said, oh, say yes and figure out how to do it later. Mm-hmm. We've like, done that so many times. Like, oh my so God, I just, times. I just did that today when we just recorded the first ever like YouTube video for Limitless Hairdresser TV. Oh, starring I mean, Liz and Jules. Starring <laughs> us on a couch barefoot. Um, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, my and Jules' God. favorite wig. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh God. So go see what it looks like now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, Liz is right. Like we do the Richard Branson like theory a lot, which is like say yes and figure out how to do it, and it's like a version of fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. But the making it part and faking it part, like the part that's in between there is remaining teachable mm-hmm. and actually learning how to do whatever it is. Like you're not just BSing your way around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we were asked one time by who was it? Oh, it was Victor, Victor Valverde. He was like, well, let me see a sponsor prospectus. And I was like, okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah. And I like hung Google. up the phone with him and I Google like, what is a sponsor prospectus? Oh my God. Like yeah. literally I Googled what that yeah. was. What is that? It was like, <laughs> it, it's like a layout is of it, like, is it like a um, PowerPoint kind of like a, basically. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's like mm-hmm. a presentation essentially of like, what are all the different levels and prices of sponsorship opportunities for like an event yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, let me see your sponsorship perspectives and I'll let you know what we can do. And I'm like, you got it, boss. I'll send that right over. Like, oh my God, I'm so like funny. literally Googling, like, what is a sponsor prospectus? <laughs> and I was like looking up like different price points. So then I looked up like old sponsorship perspectives for like other events that were similar to the one that I was doing to see like what was a reasonable price range. And like, like yeah. literally I'm flying by the seat of my pants. But I was doing this research to like figure it out. So then I'm like, okay, I got to download an app or something and learn how to like make this look good because I can't Mm -hmm. just send like a Word document. You know what I mean? Which is like what I would 100% do. So I'm like, (laughs) I need to like figure out how to do this. So I was like, I downloaded this app on my iPad that was like to make presentations because like I don't know how to use PowerPoint and I don't even have that. Like I don't know what I'm doing. So I like downloaded an app and like started putting this all together and like dragging like the logo from our event and like saving mm. it and then like airdropping it to the iPad so I could use it in this program, like whatever. Within a few hours, I made a sponsorship yeah. prospectus that was branded with our color scheme and everything. And I sent it right back and he was like, looks great. This is awesome. Like, yeah. all right, cool. I'm in. So and I was like, whoa, definitely not faking it. Like definitely doing it. Yeah. Right. And then, you know what else that happened? I just thought about this. <laughs> like everything. No, no, no. <laughs> we were at the Coterie, which was a women empowerment event put on by luxury brand partners. We had just. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph's mic just dropped. Limp mic. mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> L- literally. Like on mic drop. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, I'm back. That's the weak one. <laughs> Great. So we were at the Coterie and um, we had just showed our film. And I remember Maggie from Modern Salon, the woman with the long, mm-hmm. blonde, blonde, beautiful hair. hair. All, and all the power like, within that came, long, blonde she hair. She came up to me and she's like, you guys made the most incredible film. Like, I need to know more about you guys. Hands me your business card and says, shoot me an email of your press kit. I was like, okay. No, she didn't even say send me an email. She just says, send me your press kit. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. We'll totally do that or whatever. I turn around 
under our camera guy and I was like, what the fuck is a press kit? I was like, should <laughs> like we I, send her a t-shirt and stickers? <laughs> what do we do? We mail it to her? What is this? He yeah. was like, no, 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 no. We'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Just smile and say yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so yeah. And then we just, again, had to figure out like, okay, so what do we do? And like, we knew someone in PR. We're like, uh, can you please help us make this like press kit? And so we're like, she, what like, is a press kit? What do we put on there? What yeah. goes in that? And she's like, I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. So two weeks later, we sent her the email. Yeah, with a press kit that was made by like a professional PR person. Mm -hmm. And now we know how to make it. And now we edit it Mm -hmm. ourselves and like update it all the time. Literally now we, I have created our own press kit on our own website. Which Liz made. Amazing. Uh, Yeah, I made a, I made our own website. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So. But like we're more than just hairdressers. We have to learn how to do this stuff. Like I didn't take a web development class. Like we didn't learn that. Well, that's because we have. Google University now. Dude, Google University is like, Who needs college? Um, I mean, just kidding. YouTube oh God, University. JK. What are you guys talking about? YouTube all day. YouTube, okay, YouTube tutorials yeah. for sure. I'm, I mean, I'm not kidding you. When I tried to do this, um, so I'm making these videos for this project that I'm doing. Right. I was on Google for at least six hours Absolutely. trying to find instructions about how to make the background blurry on my Canon 70D, if it's even called that, D70, whatever. I'm not exactly. a photographer, right. but the blogger <laughs> told me it's the best. 70. So that's what I bought. <laughs> and then, like, trying to make the background blurry. And so once I got that figured out, I film it, and I'm like, this is great. I go listen to it back, and it's like, click, 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 click. <laughs> click, 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 click. And I'm, like, crying to have a mental <laughs> breakdown. Like, why is this so hard? I'm going to quit. <laughs> phone drop <laughs> I'm like wanting to quit everything because you know when you're on this mission of trying to create your own brand create your own business start something new do something that's never been done before I mean like being a host and you're a hairdresser like isn't really like it hasn't really existed like we're creating, right we're cre- podcasting we're driving the first car yeah we're driving the first car in right. this industry like we are like right now it's like revolutionary like mm-hmm. right i mean in 20 years there's gonna be all these like young kids having hairdresser podcasts all over them and be like hey, is anyone still listening to limitless <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> we got things to say over here right? yeah exactly but, um like and it's gonna be so funny because of all the hard work that has gone into creating this it when something goes out and it actually works out or somebody even pays attention to it or even just I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I freaking made that. Right. It gives you so much more like pride in yourself. And I feel like that's something that can really propel you forward. So if you're feeling like stuck, because I know a lot of people probably listening are like, oh, my God, I want to do that. That's so amazing. Oh, my gosh. Like they Google just, it. They just <laughs> say yes. They just do this. Like you also have to believe in yourself and like get past the hard stuff when you are trying to make Absolutely. a press kit and it's like this isn't going well and I don't know how to use PowerPoint. Like you have to just stay true to like the why, I guess. Well, right. I always walk that, through a lot of fear. Yeah. Well, I always say that like, you know, it's – um it's easy to do that when your purpose is greater than you, mm-hmm. you know, like when you like really when have there's other people counting on you. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you gotta figure it out mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and make it work and say yes and smile and like show up. Absolutely. You know? And I think building like a really good support system around you is important. And I feel really lucky that we have that, or I feel really lucky that I have that. And it, it wasn't always like that though. And I don't think I've always had that. I think that I've had to work really hard to, maintain friendships and relationships and to get to that point with people where they support you no matter what and they trust you and they believe in what you're doing or 
or they don't believe in what you're doing and they'll yeah. tell you that and be honest with you because that's just as important. Yeah. And that's also a version of support when it's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Let me reel you back in. That That's not going to work. <laughs> like, you got you to learn to like pat yourself on the back though is what I've learned. Mm-hmm. You know, like give yourself some grace. Some, like, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes nobody's going to tell you good job. So yeah. you got to just tell yourself like, good job. You totally. killed it. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think we have to walk through a lot of scary stuff. Like, Um, things that take us outside of our comfort zone and like Liz and I have talked about before like once you get to that other side of it like it's so cool like it's so awesome like it over here yeah it is and you feel good about yourself and you feel like connected more with the people around you and like Mm -hmm. because you accomplish something and then like you're a little less afraid the next time to do it yeah so I have a really good question. I just thought of this. Uh-oh. I told you I never even used my notes. I'm like, what is this paper over here? Right. We love doing things on the fly. But yeah. I was just thinking about this and I'm just so curious because hearing you say all of this now and I'm kind of just, just thinking about my own life experience yeah. and going, oh wait, this is Kelly now though. Like what was Kelly like 10 years ago? Like did right? I have the same perspective? Because I, you know, there's always something that's like a common thread where you look back and you're like, oh, like there I was right. I was still there that this was always <laughs> in me but you also look back and go yeah like I didn't have that confidence 10 years ago to walk up to that person and say I want to be a part of your magazine or you know like what at what point like maybe for both of you independently what turning point kind of happened or like experiences that maybe led to you being like you know what screw it like I'm going for it and this is what I want and no matter what I'm gonna do it and stick to it Go ahead, Lens. That's a good you one, wanna, isn't you it? Take that's, that a, that's, or a, no. that's a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. No. Yeah, that was a good one. Um I can totally talk about this. Um from uh, probably not a perspective that you would think. Um <laughs> well, um growing up we I kinda had it like a rough childhood. Um and um my dad left for good when I was fourteen and left us in a very um like unfortunate situation and I was lucky that you know I had like a roof over roof over my head that my grandma provided provided for us but I saw my mom struggling financially you know and I decided that day that like the day that he left that I was like never going to be dependent on somebody to do something for me so that's really where it started for me to be 100% honest because I've always been very like responsible and very um I don't know, just like business savvy and um, just kind of a go-getter, even though it took me a really long time to figure out how to do that because I am naturally introverted and I have a hard time like kind of breaking out of my shell, Mm -hmm. which thankfully for Jules, like (laughs) she (laughs) helps me get out of my shell and helps me, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, believe in myself like a lot more than like I'd ever knew that I could do things, you know, so... Um, that's really where it started for me was having that Aww, background. That's so, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Oh, but totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it kind of instills in you like this, like fight or flight. Like I got to either do it or like n- it's not going to work. Like you don't want to feel that feeling of of lack or. It was or, a sink or swim kind of yeah. situation. I, I think, think I just did the idiom wrong. I, I didn't even I notice. Know. I, mean, I, I said Liz fight or flight. Like that no, wasn't that right. Was, was right. That, was that right? Fight or flight is right. Is and the then thing? Liz did sink or, sink or swim. And that was and, also right. Oh my God. I, I know. I just can't believe it. <laughs> I'm really amazing. notorious at messing up idiums. <laughs> yeah, Liz. Has so you guys know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's just failure is not an option for me. 
you know, mm-hmm. and I decided when I was 14. So, yeah, having said that, I feel like we can definitely put a lot of pressure on ourselves to like succeed and do it right and be the best or whatever. So, I think, like you had said before, Kelly, it's important to give ourselves a little bit of grace and to kind of look inward a little bit and to like take a step back and really um, get more present, I think. Mm-hmm. And which is, I mean, one of the reasons why I love what you're doing with Limitless Hairdresser. It's yeah. a lot more mm-hmm. mindfulness and like introspection. And I think that's important because I know I struggle with that a lot. And I But don't... you would just innately do it. And that's what's so fascinating about having these conversations is so many people, because I kind of can see it from a different perspective. I'm like this little like hover. And I'm like, oh, look <laughs> at them doing cool stuff. Look at them doing cool stuff. And I can kind of see like the things that you just innately do. And it's so fun because you, you get to bring that out and people when you almost like to reflect back on yourself from a different perspective and yeah. be like, Oh my God, I, I really do do those things. Mm-hmm. And you, know, when you dig mm-hmm. a little deeper into being like, well, how are you becoming successful? Well, I did this or this. And you're like, wow, I actually just really had to believe in myself. And maybe yeah. a few times I had to like, look at myself in the mirror and be like, get mm-hmm. your shit together because totally. you got a job to do here. Yeah. Totally. Like there's a lot of, of things that are like underlying that I don't think we really notice all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think it goes back to like, we had talked about this before, um, not on this podcast, something else. It was a big surprise secret TV series oh. that's coming out. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, no, we were talking about this before where oh, yeah. um, it's like there's all these things that start to happen. And like, I don't know at what moment it happened. Like Liz feels like like she has this really defining moment where she's like, I knew in this moment, like I had to be a certain way Mm -hmm. and I wanted a certain outcome. So this is what I'm going to do to get it. And I think that I had a lot less of a plan and I had a bit more stability. It sounds like in a general way, like just with like my education and like my career or whatever. But there's a lot of mistakes that were made, of course. And there was a lot of ups and downs and a lot of like trial and error. But one of the things that I remained true to was like, I always remained honest and I always remained accountable. And now like fast forward years later, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys can't see what's going on here while we're having these like deep moments. But, like, out of the corner of my eye, I see this blonde crawling across the floor. Cam- Cammy's trying to be quiet. We're in this like, Oh my god! Pre-war like Airbnb, <laughs> and it's so loud. I just like see this little Cammy, blonde, curly Cammy <laughs> on the floor. Crawling the floor. Here, okay? Oh my god, that was like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> oh my god! So, As you're having a moment. Yeah, totally. I love that. But that's like my whole life is a moment like that, where it's yeah. like, oh, don't take yourself too seriously. Like, yeah, get ready. <laughs> Like, just when you think you've got it sorted out, like... Thanks. Joke's okay. on you, buddy. There's a blonde crawling on the floor. Yeah, like, <laughs> like relax. Have some fun. But I don't know what I was saying. It was something about, I don't know, some shit about how I'm so great. Yeah, you So wonderful. No, you didn't have a defining moment, but... Right. Um, I think it's a lot of little moments. That's mm-hmm. right. I think it's a lot of little moments that start to build up your character and who you are. Yeah. And I think that now I was having a conversation the other day with somebody and they were saying this, like they were asking me to describe myself and my qualities. Like, what are your best qualities? And I was like this, that, and the other. And she was like, that's funny because 
I describe you as responsible, accountable. Mm. You have integrity. You're honest. You're nurturing. You're very um, careful with other people's emotions. And and I was like, oh my God, that's so nice. <laughs> but like, these are all these little things that build up over time to create who we are and how we are. Like these things create how we are. And touching on that though, mm. like that's why I love like what you're doing with Limitless Hairdresser, which I talked about earlier, like off the, the mics was that, you know, on Instagram and all of the entrepreneurs we see, everyone's about like the grind life. You got to wake up at 5 a.m. And like, you know, you got to hustle and, you know, work till you're 40 and you can, you know, like relax in your 50s or whatever they say. And it's like, how about like take a minute to like meditate a day, like for 20 minutes, like ground yourself and all that, you know, that way you can kind of reflect on all of these things that we're saying you know, and then it can make you a better person for, you know, yeah. like the project you're working on, the people that you're working with and even yourself. You, you know? have to take care of yourself. Like yeah. self-care is so important. I'll give you um, a really good example of that. Um, so around the beginning of 2018, Liz and I were just like, we were just working our asses off. We were in the salon full time, five days a week, 10 hours a day, like clients every day. Plus going out afterwards, filming stuff on our days off in a studio, doing like a live broadcast, Facebook live show, whatever, uh, traveling everywhere, going to hair shows, education events, putting on events, all this stuff. And like I was running myself like into the ground. I was so exhausted. I was starting to feel burnt out, but I just would keep pushing through it. And I was really like, I was like, I was not taking the time to take care of me. And, um, I got a really rude awakening and the universe stopped me like dead in my mm-hmm. tracks and was like, guess what? You need a break. Mm-hmm. And, um, on July 18th of 2018, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and it was like, everything came to like a grinding halt. And like, seriously, like this was the universe telling me like, you need to slow down yeah. and take care of yourself. You want to know when we found out? I have pills right now. No, do you want to know when we found out? To add on top of like finding out she had breast cancer, she found out on the day of my grandma's funeral. Oh my gosh. We We were were... driving from the church to to the cemetery and the phone rings and it was her In the car. Like what a heavy day. Like it was so intense. An interesting thing about that also, like here's the universe helping you out. It's like... I was supposed to drive by myself and you were supposed to go in like the limo or something with like your whole family. And then there was some bullshit drama. And then it was like, okay, Liz is kicked out of the limo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck it that. Like, just come with me. Fuck it. We're just riding together. Let's just go. And like, otherwise I would have been alone in the car getting that phone call in this three minute drive Mm -hmm. from the church to the cemetery. And the doctor called me and I was, Liz was sitting right there and I was just like, she called, she's like, listen, it's breast cancer. Like we're going to have to move quickly. And I was like, listen, doc, I'm pulling up to a funeral right now. It's actually the burial. So just like, give it to me straight. Do I throw myself in there or am I going to be okay? And she was like, Oh my God. She was like cracking up. She's like, no, you're going to be okay. Don't throw yourself in there. But like, I need you to come in this week. And I was like, okay, great. Can I call you later? Because I I'm busy. And she's like, wow, you're the only person I know who's like, I'm too busy to deal with breast cancer. Bye. Yeah. Breast cancer is going to have to wait for next week. I was like, okay, bye. So like we pull up and we get out of the car and my mom is standing there waiting. And one of my dear friends is standing there waiting. Who'd also been through breast cancer a few years before. And I just walked right up to them. I was like, 
guess what? The doctor called me back. It's cancer. They're like, oh my God, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be fine though. She said, I don't have to throw myself into this pit right here. So I'll be all right. And then I'm like, burial starting in five minutes for my grandma. And they're Not just me. like, they're like <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my, you can't make that up. No, no. Like this is our life. It's ridiculous. You but- know, I think most of us can relate to, I mean, not maybe having breast cancer or having like that same scenario happen, but like you have to be present. Like you were talking about being yes. more present. You have to be present enough to be aware of the signs Absolutely. or else they're just going to go right by you until it's something really dramatic happens where right. you can't even go backwards and fix it. So it's yeah. so important to be taking care of yourself mentally, yeah, you know, and physically also, but you know, mentally it's so important because Absolutely. you need to be sharp enough yeah. to see what's going on around right. you. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you said like, you have to pay attention to the signs cause that's like a reoccurring theme in my life. And if I had paid a little bit closer attention, I might have caught this sooner, to be honest. And there's, I mean, too many things to even list now, but there was a lot of people that were put into my life and a lot of scenarios that, that like I, that like I was put in where like all of these little moments were preparing me for when I was going to have breast cancer. And all these little moments were like preparing me for it, that that it was going to be okay. But I didn't. I didn't know that at the time, but when the time came, I like felt it and I felt that it was going to be okay. And, um, and guess what? You are okay. You are okay. She is cancer free. I am cancer free. Yeah. So, and you look amazing and you're so like luminous and vibrant. Well, part of that is that I had to be on like at home IV hydration (laughs) every day. I'm not joking. You guys are trying to steal that. Laugh it up. Laugh it up. But let me tell you one thing. Okay. After like my first. Yeah. After like when I started chemo, like I got really sick and all this stuff, whatever. But like one of the things they had me doing was I had to be like at home on an IV, like antibiotic every day and IV hydration. So like I was getting like a liter of fluids, like IV every day. And like my skin was like glowing (laughs) and I had like no blemishes because chemo kills all of your hormones. So I was just like super hydrated and like (laughs) my skin is like the best it's ever been. So yeah, that's why I'm glowing. (laughs) It's not just the radioactive chemo. But anyways, all of that is like, that's self-care though. Like mm-hmm. that's all stuff that like I had to do because I was either A, neglecting my self-care before that and B, like I needed to do that to get well again. Yeah. Like, yeah. And sometimes, you know, the universe doesn't play and it'll, oh no. it'll, it'll show us what we need to see mm-hmm. until we get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, you know, unfortunately sometimes it's something really dramatic for other people. They're, you know. They'll, they'll have something maybe to happen to someone else that they'll kind of open their eyes yeah. and like get, sure. you know, hashtag woke, whatever you want right. to call it. Right. <laughs> and just kind of be able to see that it's really important. And, you know, a lot of those things are even just like the way you talk to yourself. For sure. Or, oh my God, you yeah. know, the things you're choosing to engage with with other people. You know, mm-hmm. you can even take this back to like salon, like salon drama and yeah. gossip and like what is the environment like and sure. like what kind of people are you hanging around? Like that's a form of self-care too. For like sure. are you hanging around people who are like yeah. cool like us and will <laughs> like lift you up and like right. be, your, be your person to be, you know, yeah. there for you? Or are you hanging around people who are, you know, toxic bringing and bringing you down and like making yeah. you right. feel 
negative inside. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, my personal beliefs is, you know, I, I think that we're all kind of brought here with, uh, you know, a certain karma that we're supposed to work out. And, you know, I think that we all have, um, some sort of life lesson that we have to learn and, you know, it's going to keep replaying over and over again until you learn Mm -hmm. whatever lesson that is, you know, um, and it could be work, it could be professional, it could be whatever it is, you know, but like, you really need to like pay attention, you know, Mm -hmm. and the only way to do that is, is to slow down sometimes, you know, because you're going to miss it, you know, and you have to keep, you know, going through these tests over and over again, like whatever, whatever it is. Especially kind of like going back to the grind mentality of like, go, go, go hustle, say yes to every single thing that comes your way. Like you will miss every single thing you're even doing. Right. And so it's like at the end of the day, was it even worth it? If you look back five years ago and you're like, I don't even remember what, what I did because I was so busy that I didn't even enjoy it. And that's the, that's that's, happened to me before. That's the, that's the catch, right? Like you're supposed to enjoy wherever you are right now. Mm -hmm. Like if that's in a place where you don't particularly want to be like find some joy in it be like at least I'm not this at least I don't have you know this happening and you know it it can only get better from there once you shift your mindset into more of that space absolutely but it can be tough oh yeah it's not like it's not easy turn the joy switch on yeah but it's um, like a skill that you have to practice over and over again self-care is better at definitely like a craft well and I think that as hairdressers as hairdressers, we're so used to being the caretakers. Like mm-hmm. we're doing other people's hair. We're making somebody else feel beautiful. We're listening to all their problems and stories and helping them plan this and plan that while we're behind the chair, making them look beautiful. And so I think that we are caregivers naturally sometimes. Yeah. So to kind of remember that we need to take care of ourselves. I mean, like up until I was diagnosed, like Liz and I were involved with so many different like philanthropies and giving back and community service and social action. And like the universe like stopped me and was like, you need to focus on you for a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like stop trying to like save the orphans and feed the babies or whatever. It's <laughs> like, shit, okay. Yeah, exactly. You're like, you need help. I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can't take care of everybody else if we're not taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. That's a huge, huge message to the beauty industry right now. And a big part of why we're doing what we're doing with Limitless Hairdresser is like you have to be well to make other people feel well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like who's going to feel happy leaving your chair if you're just complaining about how bad your back hurts? Listen, it's like Jules's mom says, okay? She says the caretakers go first. She's a hospice nurse, okay? That's true. All right, you guys. My mom drops (laughs) these little pearls of wisdom on us all the time. Yeah. But yeah, the caretaker goes first is what she always says. Yeah. So that's like a really dramatic version of what we're talking about. <laughs> I know. But, but like, it does apply. There's yeah. a version of that totally. that applies. It's like the caretaker goes first light. Yeah. Diet. Yeah, diet. But <laughs> diet. it doesn't have to be that way. And yeah. I think no, that's it doesn't. kind of like the, the whole kind of piece. You of are first. Everything else is second. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put your mask on first and then save your children. Oh my gosh. You can't save your children if you're dead. That's right. The airplanes have been trying to teach us. They have. It's like a subliminal message. They're like ingraining it as to our brains, and we're still like, what? No. (laughs) No, I already have my headphones on listening to like like, Dead Mouse. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I missed that part. Yeah, yeah. Seatbelt. Got it. Got it. Mm, I'm just going to tuck it under my leg. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love airplanes. I know that's so weird. Uh, I sat in one A on the way here. <laughs> yeah, in Spirit. They don't even have first class. They have one A. One A. And you don't even get like any free alcohol. You don't even get a water <laughs> bottle. Wasn't your flight at like five in the morning, uh, Kelly? Yes. And what? Right how now, much alcohol did you need at five? I didn't have any. I chose a green tea. Okay. Okay. Just check it. I chose a green no tea. No judgment here. This is a I safe thought place. about it, but it was too expensive, and I was like, they're like that'll yeah. be eighty. I'm not buying. Like if you want to upgrade to a the fort. green tea aisle, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, do you want the off brand or like the stash stuff? And I'm oh like, my god, oh. that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, but I've been up since five a.m. like Eastern time, and right now it's like one eighteen a.m. Uh, one eighteen a.m. Eastern time. So yeah, it's oh been a long. God. It's been a long. It's almost twenty four hours for her. We landed in Madrid at nineteen o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't know how to handle this time difference. Oh, uh, you guys are gonna have so much fun. Yeah. Um, awesome. Anyways, we got off track. Oh my god, we, we've just we've went all over the place in this. I know. I know. This, this is what happens fun. with us. I love it though because you just never know what you're gonna get. And yeah, that's true. It's like you know, let's just let's just see what happens here. But you got to be open to it. things like that. I mean, whether it's doing a podcast or like life scenarios in general. I mean, of course, be safe all the time. But like, I mean, oh, wrap with, it up. No. yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm tired. Sorry. But like, I mean, mm. safety first, teamwork second. Yeah. But there's safety in numbers, so teamwork is also safety. I don't know. There's something there. There's something there. There's something there. There isn't an I in team. Yeah. But there is a me. There's an I no. in meat pie. <laughs> <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. You oh figure that God. out. That's so, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyways, I think that we have this beautiful community that yeah. springs up around us in this industry. Once we're like open and accepting yeah. and we don't withhold and we choose to share. And I mean, whether it's education and just sharing like haircut techniques or color techniques or life experience or accounting. I mean, I go to Liz all the time. I'm like, help me with the books. Like mm. I don't know how to do the numbers side of things. She knows how to do the numbers yeah. side of things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, one of my favorite, um, quotes from a song that I like it's called just visiting and they say um you'll never see a hearse with a trailer hitch ah you can't take it with you you can't take it with you is that like bringing a horse to water and feeding it Mm. oh you gotta beat him at the water oh okay got it close you can i believe the saying is you can only beat a dead horse in the water (laughs) if he has a hearse okay i get it now (laughs) so so just to clarify got it you beat dead horses in the water with hearses. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. And cut. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready for your question? Oh, yeah. Totally. Your question. Yes. These questions. Okay. Which, by the way, I don't know which ones are real and which ones aren't. Because oh, my friend was like pranking me in the car. Question one. What color underwear are you wearing? <laughs> She's like looking. None. Nude. Flesh color. They are. They're nude. <laughs> Just so you all know. Okay. Um, so I'll just, I'll ask the same question just to both of you and then you can answer them real quick and we'll just move through cause there's 20 of them. Okay. okay. This is the lightning round. This is Go. the lightning round. This is like 
quick, fast. What is it like dating? Like a I wish we had the dating. I wish we had the buzzer. Yeah. yeah right? is, this, okay. is this is this true or false? Okay. Or would you rather? That's would gonna be rather? next on the podcast. <gasps> would you rather? I'm gonna start thinking of those mm, and sending them. Yeah, to that'd be good. Just start shooting them over in I text. Would. How about never have I ever? Never have I ever. Oh my god. The end of this. Oh, see, it yeah. started. We're with gonna t- like take this back to seventh grade sleep. Yeah, like, pretty much. It starts as twenty questions. It ends as light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh Jesus, we're all levitating every end of this. And then it ends up like every time we say this word in the podcast you have to we're limitless we're, le- we're levitating <laughs> oh my god levitate the craft <laughs> funny thing is I like believe it's I still believe it's true levitate oh I like levitate that. is that a hashtag every, po- every podcast we've come up with a hashtag one of them was oh my goddess with Andy Ooh, that's cute um, hairdressers are having a moment dude levitate the craft levitate the craft that yeah. was so good they just keep happening Cammy, right <laughs> are you getting this for the Instagram page I mean hello she's like I tuned you guys out Cammy's so like ago, and you guys are crazy she's like I ordered Grubhub <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna like be over here being regular and you guys are psycho <laughs> <laughs> okay okay favorite bands right now oh, fart barf definitely Okay. I said fart barf. Okay. If you don't know, mm-hmm. you better get woke. Okay, well, now we're going to go YouTube that. Spotify. <laughs> um, Who are you listening to right now, Liz? I only know EDM, okay? okay. If I have to be honest right now, like, yeah, I don't that know. Counts. I'm listening to Afrojack 2008. Like, okay. I don't know. You know, She's I'm like an encyclopedia really... of EDM music, though. Like, she specified 2008 mixes. So <laughs> she like, really knows the, her stuff um, with that. EP of, uh, <laughs> side one. She was like, it was the live mix of this venue in this state. I'm like, really into this like mix yeah. right now by Nicola Cruz, which I, no one knows who that is, and it's okay. Well, now they're so. gonna go look it up on Spotify. I just and if said they're my in favorite it, band is Fart Bar. <laughs> this is true. This so is true. I mean, yeah. okay. So Anything EDM. What are you guys reading right now? Oh, um, nothing Words. to lose, everything to gain. <laughs> it's by Ryan Blair. And he's like a pretty amazing entrepreneur and he's a great story. Again, nothing to lose, everything to gain by Ryan Blair. Cool. Yeah, he's pretty gangster. He's like gangster AF. Is it good? Okay, I always like to know this too because I'm listening to an audio book right now that's horrible, but the book is great, but the guy reading it is like 90, 100. His audiobook's not like, bad. Yeah, you, you can't follow. His audiobook's not bad. The guy sounds like just a regular guy. Okay. It doesn't sound like Ryan, but it sounds like a regular guy. It's not too annoying. Okay. It does definitely is not as annoying as my voice right now <laughs> on this. So I have like eight books I'm reading right oh. now. So overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> but like I haven't finished any of them, so you know. Um I on my nightstand I have Tribes of Mentors by Tim Ferris. Um he like um asked like 40 different entrepreneurs, like, um, they got to choose between, like, 11 questions to ask. Um, they had to answer, like, five of them. So it's kind of interesting to see, like, different... Is that the guy that we stalked on the street in New York when we were at a Rojo Expo meeting Kelly? Uh, no, that was Giovanni Ribisi. We followed him about five blocks. So, <laughs> oh. true story. No, there was another guy that we saw on the streets. <laughs> was it Simon Sinek? Dude, you know who else we saw that trip? Casey Nestat. Casey Nestat. Like, That's notorious YouTuber. You need to look him no. up. Like, like he's, travel blogger, lifestyle I'm not, blogger. like, hip with YouTubers. Okay, yeah. Me either. I, I only be. knew who it was because she told me. Now that I have a TV okay. show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one I'm reading is by Don Miguel Ruz. It's called The Fifth Agreement. I love it. It's just, uh, it's just a really nice uh, book about, like, you know, yourself and um that you can't like change people and you just control yourself and like the situation control stuff. yourself like uh, yeah it's just it's a nice like Walk uh, it up, Liz. it's just a nice like uh i don't know like a uh, spiritual kind of book i guess you would say cool 
And then the last one I'm reading is by Napoleon Hill. So it's more of like a philosophical kind of book. Um, Laws of Success. It's taken me a long time to read it because it's about 1,100 pages. Well, could you speed it up so we could get this business off the ground a little faster? (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And I love it because um, I love reading books where, you know, you um, like books where I can learn something and, you know, self-help and especially for business and whatnot. And this book has definitely (laughs) taught me so much. So I'm, I'm reading one right now that I know you'll like because we talked about books one time on the phone. Um, it's called Power Versus Force. Oh, cool! So good, and it talks about like kinesiology. Is and, that like, like a BDSM reading. book? <laughs> oh, you have to listen to the audiobook. It sounds like this. Do it's they like, whisper? Oh, you're so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about um, like reading energy and being able to read people, like knowing if it's coming from their ego or f- like if it's true, like if they're lying or if they're not lying. And mm-hmm. this, they like did studies on people, like in businesses and like CEOs and stuff and like yeah oh I love that it's good I know I need to get through these three books because I have like eight more I need to read but don't listen to the audiobook because the guy who wrote it reads it and I'm like (laughs) you can't see me right now but it's like like fall asleep yeah Yeah, I know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay what does your ideal day off look like oh my god k-spa What's a K-spa? Korean spa oh oh yes (laughs) yes Yes. like the dip baths and the cold bath the yeah, oh. and the body scrub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, K-Spa, for sure, hands mm-hmm. down. We don't have those in Midland, Michigan. <laughs> no, you don't. You have to go hop. There's a good one in Chicago, though. Yeah. Dude, I love a good, like, movie. I love being at home in my jammies. Like, mm-hmm. I never get to have those days anymore, so I appreciate them so much, just being able to chill, like, wake up at, like, 10, mm. like, roll out of mm. bed, make a coffee, don't take a shower till 1. Like, that is, like, if I could have a day like that, like, that's, like, I'm all about it. So, I mean, it's kind of boring, whatever. No, and then going to the movies, like too. I love going to the movies, checking out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah. Favorite podcasts? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> The Limitless Hairdresser. Duh. <laughs> Obviously. Duh. Um, I, like, actually don't like listening to talk radio, which is funny because I've, like, done all these podcasts now. But um, there is one podcast that I will, like, secretly admit that I listen to, and it's Henry and Heidi because it's, like, Henry Rollins from Black Flag. And I love him. So like I'll secretly listen to that from time to time because I love all of his like spoken word stuff. But other than that, the only other podcast I've listened to is The Hair Game and Limitless Hairdresser. Good. <laughs> keeping it keeping it in the industry. That's right. right? Um, yeah. I mean, I love listening to like our beauty industry um, podcast, like um, The Hair Brain, The Hair Game, yeah, which we've been interviewed on. Well, we were interviewed on it once and then we hosted it once. So Ooh. that was really fun. This is really fun being on Limitless Hairdresser. That was really fun hosting. It was so much fun. Kelly, you have a fun job. Yeah. Hosting is fun. Yeah. It is fun. And yeah. I just did my first uh, podcast where I was being interviewed, and it is so different. So different. Uh, yeah. And um, I'm doing another one next week where I'm being interviewed again. And um, I'm like, do I like this more? I don't know. I can't tell. Cause yeah. I, on this, it's weird being on the other side. Well, on this side of things um you know talking to you guys it's more I am it's a practice for me because I talk a lot that's why I started a podcast duh (laughs) uh it's 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 teaching me how to like keep that presence and also listen Mm -hmm. without thinking of what I'm gonna say next yeah like Mm -hmm. while you're answering I'm 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 practicing 
being in that. Sure. And then just allowing whatever happens next instead of thinking of what I'm going to say while you're in the middle of a sentence. For so sure. that's been a really great practice for me. We had, yeah. I always have struggled with that. That was like a challenge for us when we did our late night show, late night WTF. Mm-hmm. We were hosting it. So yeah, we had to like, like it wasn't scripted, but like we definitely had like in our mind, like a list of points. like questions and key points that we wanted to ask people. So um, and then the last one I like is, um, or last two is obviously Tim Ferriss. Again, obviously I'm a huge fan of his, um, and Andy Frazilia. Both those guys are entrepreneurs. Andy's definitely more of like, in your face, get down with it. Like that yeah. kind of guy, you know, like drill sergeant of like, of like, you know, entrepreneur mentoring, <laughs> but like sometimes you like need that, you yeah. know, so your butt kicks. Yeah. Um, okay. So how long have you been a hairdresser? Um, third. 13 years yeah I think 13 years I am going on 13 years also yeah August will be 13 years in one word how would you describe the hair industry evolving Mm -hmm. yeah evolving I'm gonna use that word too biter I was gonna say something else that was a little more (laughs) that had like more of a negative connotation to it and I hesitated because I didn't want to say that like I didn't want it to sound negative Mm -hmm. what was Um, it I was no. gonna. Say, well, now I gotta know. We can't like <laughs> say that and like not share it. I don't know. I'm. I. I like evolving. Yeah. Because I think it is evolving. It's changing, mm-hmm. and um. And I'm hoping that even if it's just the four of us here right now making it for the better, then that's a good thing. Would you say it's levitating? I would definitely I say that is. we're levitating the <laughs> craft. I think just people being in a room having the courage to talk about things that could make it better is making it better. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Definitely. Evolving. It is evolving. Um, what is your favorite color? Dark clear. Black (laughs) or (laughs) white. Black or off black. (laughs) Burnt orange. Ooh. All day. (laughs) Or mustard yellow. Are you UT Longhorn fan? I don't know. No. Okay. (laughs) what's your favorite treasure that you always keep with you oh that's a really cool question um I have a little collection of treasures that I mean I don't keep them like on me a lock of hair like it's not like in my purse or anything but like I have I have like a I collect weird things so like I have a collection of um like earth and water from all over the world (gasps) Like everywhere I go, yeah. like I take a piece of like earth, like rock or something and water. Like I do, I do a lot of scuba diving. So I've gotten to go to some really cool bodies of water and I like take a bottle of water and like fill it up like a plastic bottle. Or if somebody's going somewhere cool, like I'm like, oh my God, bring me back water from there. Like a cousin of mine went to uh, the Nile and I was like, um, I need a bottle of that water. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of like my treasures or like a friend of mine did this really amazing scuba dive not too long ago. And she was like unearthing stuff from a shipwreck from like probably the 1800s they were dating it back to. And she brought me like a piece of like a plate and like a little bullet and those are like my treasures. That's like history, like from the earth. Mm, and I love that. So I'm, I collect that and yeah. I didn't and even storm know that. Troopers. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> and my stormtrooper collection. That's my <laughs> treasures. Um, actually mine's kind of newish. Um, so one of my clients, um, obviously like my, the passing of my grandma last year, um, all my clients like knew like how close she, her and I were and my grandma like 
basically raised me. Well, she did raise me. So her passing was like really like hit me hard. So um, one of my clients actually had a keychain made for me and it's a little heart with her picture in it. And on the other side of the heart, it says like, um, like always in my heart. Or it's a picture always. of your grandma, not oh. your client. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. it's a picture of my grandma. I just wanted to clarify sorry, for thanks. myself. <laughs> it's a picture of my grandma inside this heart that says always in my heart. And my client had made it for me. So oh, that, that, that was very sweet. So yeah, it's like so literally with me every day. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, what's your favorite aromas? And why does it? Ooh. I have a weird one. Go ahead. <laughs> I love the smell of Dreamcatchers hair extensions <laughs> when they're fresh out of the package. <laughs> like they come in that plastic sleeve, and when you open it, it smells like hope. <laughs> it smells like hope. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever hope smells like. It smells, it smells like, like luxurious hair. Yeah, I love This that is smell. not an ad, by the way. Like fresh, it's not. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad. It's not an ad, but like, I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you just smell your hair. Yeah, it doesn't smell like dream catchers. It's a wig, so it doesn't smell like that. Shh, it's a wig. Remember that so Honey funny. Boo Boo episode where it was like no. the wig store and it was called, shh, it's a wig. Um, but it no, looked, but it sounded hilarious. like shit's a wig. That's so funny. Shit's a wig. But, but little Honey Boo Boo's like, shh, it's a wig. Yeah. Oh my Shit's god! Funniest episode. YouTube that thing. I will. That's you funny. know what was really funny actually on this topic. So it's been raining in LA like this past week, and then um, like the other day, like a, my friend was at the salon getting her hair done, and we had walked outside and it stopped raining. I'm like, oh my god, do you smell that? I like love that smell. She goes, that's the smell of fresh air, Liz. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like like we don't. Like, you need to get out more. I we love don't, air. We don't ever get that. It's like oh the smog, you oh, know. No. That's the smell of rain. Yeah. Worms. So, I know. Dirt. Earth. But <laughs> I guess mine are actually um, the, like, orange. I love the smell of mm-hmm. orange. And then um, sandalwood. Ooh, yeah. I don't – I'm not really sure why. I can't tell you. I just, like, like really like the rich. smell of sandalwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite service to facilitate behind the chair? Reiki. Reiki. Mm. Um. I really love barbering. I really love like the attention to detail with cutting. Yeah. You gotta be precise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like, yeah. I think I like barbering. Also, I think, I don't know. I go through phases though. I know, where like same. sometimes I'm like way into color and like, that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes I'm like, all I want to do is long layers or like, yeah. I don't know. So I go through phases, but like, I think my like knee jerk reaction is barbering. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I love Reiki because I'm all about, like, wellness, and I love, like, my clients get to come to the salon and decompress, and, you know, it's, like, their time for them. But I guess, like, with an actual, like, service service, I mean, I, like, love hair color. Like, I love everything about it. It's, like, I feel like a mad scientist mixing, like, 80 different yeah. things. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Me too. Um, favorite food? Anything except pickles. Are you an alien? <laughs> you don't like pickles? No. My favorite foods are pirate's booty. <laughs> are you trying to say I'm that? I'm not you- joking. My favorite food is pirate's booty. And fun fact, Kelly sent me, <laughs> like shipped across the country. And from what I heard, went like far and wide searching for pirate's booty to send to me She's while so- I was going through my treatment. So that was like amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. She slid into my DM and asked me, what is Jules like? I'm like, she loves pirate's booty. She loves <laughs> peanut I'm butter. I'm a cheap date. What was can like, I oh, say? perfect. So I'm, do my four and five-year-old. Yeah. I know exactly where to find it. <laughs> so funny. Totally. Dude, the last meal I ever want, 
ever is pesto, like pesto pasta. Mm. Like I have this obsession with pesto. Mm. I don't know why. <laughs> I like love it so much. I can eat it every single day. Mm. My best friend's parents own an Italian restaurant uh, right next to the salon called Hanks and Torrance, and they make the best pesto pasta. It's dangerous if they're so close. It is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my electric chair food would be like, I mean, I wouldn't be like, let me just have a bag of pirate's booty. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> but like I would probably like my favorite favorite food like meal is like Thanksgiving like I just want Thanksgiving dinner all the time yeah yeah that's like my favorite like kind of food yeah um most used mantra like what's something you always tell yourself fear is not an option <laughs> just be regular no I'm just kidding <laughs> no lately my mantra has been like just do what your doctors tell you to do just do what your doctors tell <laughs> you to a do good one. it is a good one because it's it means a lot of things like it's not just like don't this, go on fucking web have this surgery or do this or whatever it's like you know they're like take care of yourself like go for a walk take a nap like let yourself cry let yourself be sad or whatever it is mm-hmm. so that's been my mantra lately is just do what your doctors tell you to do smart this is a good one it's a good thing to train yourself to do. It's a little topical for right now for my life, but in a, a general bit. way, it's where I'm at. It's perfect. Um, and being present, Kelly. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Favorite word? Stoicism. Oh, I love that. I don't even know what that means, but it, can, you say, can you say it in the other way? I can't believe you said Sto- a word right. Can, can you say it in... I can't spell it. No, Stoic. Say, no, what? say it in your um, ASMR. You? Stoicism. <laughs> How is that? Why is that? That's your favorite word? It's so good. Lately it has Why? been. Why? Because stoicism is basically good. like doing the work without complaining about it, mm-hmm. you know? Being it's, stoic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like... I love it. Yeah. You just, you got to keep doing it, you know? Don't complain. Just do it. it. This yeah. is my favorite question, but I'm really proud of you, Liz, for using like a big word and not messing it up. Like that was amazing. She's like, my favorite book is a dictionary. And you guys, Liz that. has come so far. <laughs> like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, yours, my favorite word is thank you. Oh, good one. That's two words. My favorite word is thanks. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite word is thanks. What fascinates you? What what? In like one in like one word. Outer space. Mm. What in And the relativity you? of fascinates. gravity. <sighs> yes. I know, I'm a little weird. My, me and my kids are obsessed with that too. Bill oh. the science guy. Oh, That's awesome. what's on my I'm computer. like outer space and the relativity of gravity. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, um, like everything fascinates me. I'm a very curious person. Um, so. Well, you know what they say about curiosity, Liz? Generosity killed the cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, like, honestly, like, I'm, I, um, I wouldn't, I'm in depth. Well, I'm like, how am I going to say this like without sounding really weird right now? I just question everything. So like, I don't know. I just always want to know like both sides, like whether it's like it's some, some conspiracy theory. Or That's like, what she's really trying to say okay, is fine. that she's really into conspiracy theory. But I'm not a conspiracy <laughs> theorist though, you know, but like I definitely like find everything really fascinating. And then like I kind of question everything because I kind of like to know like the theory, like both sides, you know? Mm-hmm. So I yeah. dig it. I dig it. Um, what do you want to see change in the beauty industry in like a sentence? It's like one sentence. A definitely a better sense of camaraderie. Um, uh, what do I want to see change? 
I mean, it sounds so boring. Like, what if we woke up tomorrow and there was no Instagram? How would we be with each other? I just, I mean, for me, like, it's it's always kind of been the same. Like, I just, I wish that this industry had a better um, business ethic, you know. Um, and I wish that we could kind of see beyond, like, um, Instagram numbers and stuff, but more of, like, like business numbers, you know, and mm-hmm. people kind of knew how to run their business better, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, I don't know if that would be starting from beauty school, you know. Yeah, more learning. business education mm-hmm. in school. Yeah, yeah. I think really Liz good. should teach a class on that. Yeah, I could. she's really good at that. I could slide into my DM. I'll help you. <laughs> slide it in. Um, what is your message to your peers? Hmm. Message to my peers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we talked a lot about self-care, but I think um, I think that's been like the message that I've gotten this year. But I think in a general way, something that I really believe in strongly is giving back. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times we have to be a little bit selfless and we need to look around and see where we can help and who we can help. Because I think that there's a lot of um, missed opportunities for self-growth if you aren't helping somebody else and I think that's when like a lot of my like big aha moments have come from like as a direct result of helping somebody else so I think that um yeah I think as important as self-care is I think that it's important to give back and I think that we need to kind of keep our hand out to help each other a little bit more it's so funny that like that's your answer because mine's actually like on the other side of that where you know we can do everything just not we can do anything just not everything Mm -hmm. so with what Jules is saying you know it's like don't be afraid to reach out and uh, have people help you you know ask for help um and you know don't feel um let down if you get no's you know Mm -hmm. just just keep you know asking and you'll find the right people so Mm -hmm. that's my answer what's your favorite quote Luck favors the persistent mm-hmm. by Jim Collins. I like love that quote. Yeah. Um, my favorite quote is if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense <laughs> by DJ Quick. Because <laughs> if it don't he is make a prophet dollars. of our time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, that's the best. That's the best one I've ever heard. Yours is good too, Liz. Mo money, no problems. Oh, quote Liz Diaz. Mo money, no problems. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, who is the most influential person in your career right now? In my, you can't say each other either. It's not fair. <laughs> Next, it's getting in our, like our career, like as like in the beauty industry, or it doesn't have like to someone be, we know personally. They don't have to be. In, they can be any person because the next one is another person question. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say the most influential person in my career right now is definitely Victor Valverde, dude. I, like, I. I'm like not even saying that to like, I'm just, if you don't know who Victor Valverde is, you better get with it. Okay. This guy's like low key killing the game in the beauty industry and he just does it with honesty, integrity. He doesn't mess around. He's a straight shooter. So let me tell you a little bit about Victor Valverde at Victor Val on Instagram. He's the owner of Cut House. He owns about how many salons does he own? I think three, it's four, three, three or, or four, four salons, salons um, out in the Inland Empire and here in California, like east of LA. Um, and he also owns a beauty distribution company called Ubli. And he also throws these 
fantastic, amazing events for like Oligo. education events. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He's thrown them for Swarchkoff, um, for Oligo, so many different people. And he's aligned himself with like some of the top best people in the industry. And he has definitely um, taken the role of being our business mentor. And he is so humble. He's not, he would never talk with him like he's above us, you know, and he's so willing and, and to help anybody like that um, is hungry, you know, yeah. really. Well said. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Victor, we love you so hard. We just yeah. want to be you. Not really, but whatever. <laughs> so that probably <laughs> answers the next question. Who is your most impactful mentor? Did you say Victor? Right now. Yeah. Right yeah. now, Victor. I mean, I think I we've mean, had a lot myself, of people. I've had a lot of really cool mentors over the years. And I think I've had a lot of really cool mentors for different times in my career. Yeah. Like my first mentor is Antonio Lobato, who was the owner of the salon that Liz and I work at. Mm-hmm. And like, I met him while I was in beauty school and like, he showed me the ropes of this industry, like from day one. Mm-hmm. And like, he helped me to build like my foundation in this industry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then like at other times I've had like a different mentor for like something else or, you know what I mean? So I feel like it changes and there's a lot of people out here who are awesome to like look up to and learn from. And sometimes it's not just from like one person either. Like sometimes it's like from multiple different people. So, and like sometimes it's like your teacher, your coworker, um, different people. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, Victor is that now, like right now, but like, you know, when I started my career, it was the people I used to work for, you know, um, that took me under their wing and they like helped me, um, establish my career, Denise and Antonio Contreras, you know, and then another Antonio who, um, you know, (laughs) yeah, who shelters the facility I work at now at Sutra Salon, um, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, you know, so I mean, Sometimes it's not just like, I don't know, people you don't even know off Instagram, you know, it's yeah. like just be. I mean, like I've had like you. other mentors, like spiritual mentors, like I'm super close with like the rabbi from my temple right. and like, not just like in a religious way, like mm-hmm. in a, we text and meet for coffee and talk about life and I'm close with his wife and you know, his children. And yeah. So I think that it's important to have mentors in a lot of areas of our lives. Yeah. Cool. Okay, last one. Who else should we interview on here that you think would be oh. good to talk to? Off the top of my dome, Victor Valverde. Yeah. Leche. How about Leche? So, yeah, we have these friends. Um, Tom, a.k.a. Leche. He owns the downtown Leche in um, downtown L.A. Is it called downtown Leche? Yeah, Leche? downtown yeah. Leche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Just an amazing hairdresser, barber, businessman. Dude, you know, so I have like this like funny thing I do where like I meet people <laughs> and then I, like in the hair industry and then I kind of give yes. them like, like titles of like who they remind me of, like celebrities and stuff. You know who Leche reminds me of? Who? Steve Harvey. Really? <laughs> Literally. Leche is the Steve Harvey of the beauty industry. Yeah. Like he's just like humble af like just like mm-hmm. you want to give him a big papa bear hug like he's got you yeah you need a place to eat he'll fucking feed you on the table <laughs> right, you, need, right. you need a place to sleep he got you right you know like he's just that guy yeah like so he's, he's rad. yeah um yeah so he's here in la um there's a lot of cool people um 
I don't know if you know David Peterson, but he is amazing. Yeah. And he is the founder of Rudy's Barbershop. Yeah. And he's done a lot of really amazing work in our beauty industry, like from product development to building salons and brands to rebranding. And he's just one of those like behind the scenes, like low key killing it guys Mm -hmm. who has a lot of awesome insight into this industry. And he's really good at like, um, kind of like conceptualizing something new and bringing it to market. And um, I think we need more people like that. And those people need more credit in our industry because they're the ones that make Mm -hmm. things happen. And wait, and then there's one more. And he's on the East Coast, Derek Anthony. He works alongside Nicarojo all the time. Like he's from, where is he? Enyak, is that how you say it? Naya. Nyak. Enyak. It's like Enya. Enya. Derek Maldonado. Um, he, um, he is so good at business. Like he works with like business people all the time. I think it's called inspiring champions. He owns mm. a salon. Um, he is an incredible business mentor. He's always doing Facebook lives, Instagram lives, that, those sorts of things. Um, definitely you need to get Derek on here. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's always fun to ask that question because there's so many people out there that are amazing and you know, I just don't know everybody. And it's so fun to just hear from other people's can kind of collect these golden nuggets from other people. So thank you for sharing that. All right. Well, thank you guys for being on. Dude, thank you so much for having us. This is so much fun. fun. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kelly, thank you so much for what you're doing with the industry and for having us on here. We definitely, we, we, Jules and I and this industry really need this. We need this. Thank you guys. So keep going girl. (laughs) <laughs> and all you guys can follow us on Instagram. We're at Beyond Beauty School. Um, and thank you so much for listening to us and for having us, Kelly. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys, for being here. Bye. Bye. Laters. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>